0: Welcome to Board Game Binge, the place where we bring you bite-sized, bingeable board game content across the industry. I'm your host, James Staley, and in this episode, we're chatting with Ember and Cyber, the communications team behind Big Board Theory. Big Board Theory is a small digital marketing studio that caters to board game crowdfunding platforms where its members apply their day's job skills to their passion in the board game industry. Ember, Cyber, welcome to The Binge. How are you doing? Hello. We're <laughs> uh, So, uh, I'm Cyber.
1: And I am Ember, here.
0: And you're joining us from Greece. So we're able from to, Greece, I know yes. we're going a little bit earlier than we normally do, but that's to kind of match up the, the two timelines. So thank you so much for taking some time out of your evening to join us and talk a little bit about yourselves and about the company. Um, So I, I think it'd be remiss to say how we kind of met. You guys actually reached out to me on our game that we have coming out, planting evidence, yeah. that actually launches next week, uh, next Tuesday, on the game found platform. And uh, you had reached out to me to say, "Hey, would you be interested in doing like a contest or giveaway or something like that?" Of course, my answer was yes, because <laughs> why not? Let's get some promotion going on on the game. So anybody that wants to check out. Uh, that giveaway uh, simply go to the big board theory uh, page and you can see a link to our contest or giveaway and maybe win a chance to win planting evidence at the very least if you follow that campaign before the campaign actually launches so anytime between now and next tuesday you actually get five dollars off your pledge just just essentially by following the campaign which is a really cool incentive so now that that's out of the way Let's get this all about you guys. So how, how did you guys get, like you're a relatively new company, right? So how yeah. did you guys get into this whole thing of doing digital marketing and so forth?
2: Uh, so first thanks, first, uh, thanks, thanks first. Uh, thank you for having us. Uh, it's really, we're really delighted to be here. And uh, how it all started is uh, that uh, our manager, the guy behind the idea, uh, Panagiotis Orsamino Himazeolus, Uh, has worked on uh, many uh, crowdfunding board game projects before and he wanted to bring up a team to apply the knowledge he had gathered and also the love he has uh, for the hobby of board gaming and create something new uh, that uh, could help other designers, other publishers that maybe lacked the appropriate tools uh, to bring their ideas into life. And uh, that's uh, where we come in, our team.
0: That's cool. And so it started with Age of Rome. That was the first campaign you guys yes. worked on. Yeah, I, uh,
1: that was the first one. Yes, yes. We helped them with playtesting, testing, with uh, everything their campaign page needed. We helped them create uh, the three D teaser video before the campaign uh, for uh, advertising. Yeah, we helped them with the manufacturing some of the stuff. Okay, we, uh, we created the TPS uh, room for them.
0: As a tabletop simulator for those who don't yes, know the Yes, the simulator. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, what else? The social media managing, of course. Well, that was our specialty. Oh wow! Yes.
0: So um, you kind of take the the, I guess. The game, right? That is, is is ready to go, and and kind of from that point forward, you, you kind of take kind of all the the community engagement. Is that for lack of a better word? Uh, Wait to see. So or?
2: for uh, every for every company it works in different ways. Like the Totem, yeah. uh, they needed the marketing team because uh, they already had the, the developers as uh, last designers on board, and yeah. also their uh, Graphica, their graphical artist and illustrator, uh, which they are awesome, by the way. If you guys are watching, uh, you guys have done an amazing job for the game. And uh, where we came in was to organize uh, the marketing strategy of uh, the campaign, the social media accounts, and uh, also give them uh, uh, some basic form to their Kickstarter page and uh, with the previous knowledge of our team, guide them towards the path to success.
0: So how did you get into that so age of rome was kind of the first one and and i know in the bio we talk a little bit about mm-hmm. you know your your day job skills and so forth um like what were your, your day jobs before this or what are your day jobs now like what is it that you're doing that kind of led you into this this path uh
2: for me personally it was uh, more of a hobby uh, and yeah. i uh I love uh, the idea of uh, designing my own board games. I have watched uh, seminars about it, and how the company found, found me and Embers, and will yes. tell you her experience uh, uh, in person, uh, it was that we were volunteering uh, in a stand in Essen, and uh, there we got in contact with uh, Panagiotis Eulus. Uh, and uh, we had some chemistry between us, so when uh, he had the idea in mind to create the group, he approached us, and uh, so we joined the team this way.
1: Yeah. It is pretty much. This story. Well, I am a bit of a social media lover, so and, <laughs> and a board game lover, of course. Yes. And uh, after Essen, I always needed some people that he could trust. He he could work. Uh, what well, he could work with. And he contacted me. I introduced Cyber,
2: yeah,
1: as well. Okay. And then everything went smoothly.
0: Wow, and. It's so,
1: as just kind of, us, right?
0: Yeah. We
1: have uh, uh, our 3D graphic designer, our illustrator. Uh, we have uh, Vanton that does uh, the DTS and everything
0: about fulfillment.
2: Manufacturing, yes. shipping, and uh, that kind of accounting work. So how, um, so how many
0: of you is there all together? Like how many team six. members is there? There's six. six. Yeah,
2: uh, it is two animators uh, slash illustrators, uh, two as two that we are on a marketing and communication, uh, vandal that does the accounting, CIP and the fulfillment, and Taylor's that oversees the general managing.
0: So, it, it, and correct me if I'm wrong, because again, I'm just trying to visualize how to kind of yeah, package yeah. this. Um, so essentially, you guys kind of, run the campaign, is that is that a fair fair thing to say? Like you guys would actually run like the Kickstarter campaign, like everything from like the video, like your, your team would create the video that they need if they need video and, you know, gifts and animations and so forth in the page. Uh, At the same time you do community outreach or is that like integrated that way or is it integrated differently?
2: Uh, we do that integration. If a company needs uh, someone, someone to run those things, uh, we do this. Uh, it's not a, a requirement for everything that uh, we yes. that we undertake, but uh, it is uh, definitely something that we can offer.
0: Very cool. How do you package that out? Like, how do you approach like publishers or people who are launching games and and and, and position your services to them? Or is I, it your team that does that, or is there, is there someone else in your team that does uh, kind of the? Okay,
1: we have like two ways. We either uh, send them an email, uh, talk to them, us to personally, or through others who might know uh, a designer or a publisher, mm-hmm. because he's like, he's doing this for years.
2: Uh, so we want team from Italy that they now are doing the Naros falling uh, campaign, uh, their pick week uh, games, uh, they approached us from our uh, Facebook group. Yes. Mm. And they told us that we are working on this, what are your services? And uh, we told them uh, what we can do for them. And so we arranged to do their uh, teaser and uh, also some uh, promotion in social media. Uh,
1: Plus DPS. Yeah.
2: Uh, others, uh, they are ambitious designers that uh, don't have a company of their own. So we are helping them uh, to, uh, create their company from scratch and uh, put their footing on the market uh, with... Uh, and, and have like a solid ground to step on, so they can start uh, building from there. Uh, as uh, Amber said, uh, there is some email going back and forth. Others, if it is a Greek team, we have also spoken in person with them, and we are designing right now a board game with some independent Greek uh, companies that will be newly founded. And uh, also, some have approached us for uh, promotion, as I said about Peak Week
0: how have you found the social media outreach in this industry that feels very crowded at this point, right? Where to kind of break through uh, is a challenge. I mean, just I can use my own personal example. Uh, You know, I've been in the industry several years now, but I find even myself if I do a post on, on a, on a group page or, you know, it just gets whacked right away. Like it is very tough to, to cut through. Right and yeah. and get that message through without getting shut down, unless you're doing like purchased ads and so forth, which have its own issues now with some of the changes that Apple's made. So how how have you approached it? Is there a unique take you have on it, or, or what's been your methodology? Uh, you mean
2: about how we handle the promotional socials, if I understood correctly?
0: Yeah, or maybe uh, the questions that maybe even Ember, right? If you're the one that's doing the social media, how and, have you? Oh, yeah, you both everything, uh, oh, Okay. Like- we
1: don't uh so how like separate jobs
0: yes so how have you guys approached kind of breaking through in this industry right when you have so many people that are that are you know doing social media and there's so many different games how have you guys approached trying to trying to break through for your clients
2: so it, uh, how it goes is that uh, uh, we have a very good uh, detailed strategy before we go to announce our plans to them. Like uh, we will have our spreadsheet, we will have our dates, we will have uh, the market that we need, and uh, we share this information with the client and, we, and uh, they can see for themselves what uh, we can do before we actually do that. So going uh, with this controlled environment, let's say, that gives... Uh, uh is of mind to the partners. They know that uh, th- uh, what we can offer will work for them or not. Uh, and uh, according to that plan, they can also do certain changes to it and uh, develop it in their, in their own unique way with uh, feedback uh, going back and forth. Uh, what also helps is that uh, we offer services that are not widely available at the moment or are not uh, available together. Like uh, yes. there are not a lot of teams that do all those stuff in one package uh, because uh, we handle socials, do the teaser trailers, uh, 3D graphics, uh, can design uh, inserts that will go into the physical copy of the game, get talk yeah. with manufacturers, and get prices from factories and shipping costs. Uh, we can run the accounting. Uh, and uh, so much more that uh, I really can go on talking about for days. So when you have all these little packages that you can uh, transform depending on the needs of each uh, individual and publisher, uh, you can make it work. You can break through to them.
0: That's cool. It, that is a lot of services to offer. And I know that when you know when people are trying to launch a game, often they don't know where to start. Or they're trying to kind of patch on, right, these different things. They might say, you know, I've got my page set up, but I don't know where to go to to create a teaser video. Or maybe they've got the teaser video, but they, they've they got their page and everything set up, but they don't know how to do the social media. And, you know, any way you cut it, you need to get hands on, I think, in this industry, right? Even if you are hiring, a you know, a group like yourselves to, to aid and help, in my yeah, opinion... So- it, it, yeah, it, it's key for the actual designers and developers to all hands on deck, right? Everybody, the the, the more everyone participates, I think the better the output ends up being, right? Of course.
2: Yeah. And from my experience, because uh, we have uh, designed some board games and published on Kickstarter. Uh, uh, as, uh, as another company, uh, the, when there wasn't a big theory to have uh, all those things in a little package, yeah. uh, we have to outsource a lot of uh, things to other uh, uh, creators so we could have everything that the campaign will need. Uh, you can't find uh, someone available to do all the things without needing to outsource uh, uh, to one guy, to two guys, three guys uh, from your company. Uh, The only guys that can do that is like really huge uh, Colossus in the market like uh, let's say Mythic Games uh, that have a dedicated board game company that does all the stuff uh, in studio. But uh, most crowdfunding campaigns don't run like that.
0: So it sounds like you're almost like a one-stop shop is how you're kind of promoting yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: I mean, when someone has a very good idea and there are a lot of designers that have lots of great ideas. Yeah. We can literally help them, take them sometimes by the, by the hand on some situations and lead them, the, show them the way.
0: What were the games that you guys created before this? So you said you had created some games. Were these ever published or were these just the, more kind uh, of... Uh, personally, uh, so, yeah, it was
1: no. uh, other uh, members of our team, like Eolus and Banton, that okay. have uh, designed uh, some games uh, early, uh, for DreamCraft Games, uh, Theosis, which is already in retail, and uh, U.S. Freedom, yeah, they, yeah, and they already knew how things go, how you should communicate, for example, with uh, reviewers,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, which uh, reviewers uh, do better job in uh, an start their campaign, or uh, when you go to retail. How
0: do you how do you gauge that? Like, what's the gauge you use for how to interact with uh, with reviewers? And, and what is the gauge as to whether it's a good reviewer or not a good reviewer to approach?
2: Uh, personally, uh, it's simple. It comes down to like a uh, personal relationship and trust. Uh, you talk with the community. The community talks back to you. You engage with them. Uh, you have like personal talks. It's not about uh, business. Uh, also, they're human, like us. They are <laughs> They're good fun guys. Uh, you want to communicate with them, like uh, get to know them. Uh, uh, when when you have that, uh, then you can uh, promote with the interviewers that most show it a certain product. Like uh, not not everyone is for everything. Like uh, you understand what I mean, right? Like. Uh, yeah. Not all content is for people. So, knowing the the people that you work with, uh, you can better approach and uh, dedicate your time, dedicate your effort to give the correct material to the correct
0: people. Yeah, I think relationships are key, right? In Ar- this key. Yeah, are key. And I think you know where I really started hitting my stride, so to speak, on on the publishing side was when I started building alliances and building relationships. Uh, personal relationships, not just, Hey, I rub your back, you rub mine, but really creating almost friendships in the industry. Um, It is amazing how that almost amplifies itself, right? Because when you have friends, friends want to see you be successful. You know, you want them to be successful. They want to see you be successful. And so that's one thing I really sought out to do uh, about three years ago. I started the process and it's a long process, but start building as many friendships as I could in the industry and, um, you know, if anything, just to, to pat them on the back and say, good job, or man, that was awesome, that thing you just did. Maybe it comes back in good karma, maybe it doesn't. But I think if you can give, then that, that'll eventually come back and you get.
2: Of course. And the uh, sincerity in human relationship is, uh, goes a lot way. Like
0: yeah. uh, That's a life lesson, quite frankly. Right? Yeah, it's a dancing. life lesson, of course. <laughs> it's not only
2: for the industry, it's uh, for everyday life, like... Uh...
0: How is the industry in like? So you guys are in Greece. Uh, we've yes. obviously had a few guests on our show from Greece. MLB Vanguard, as you said, Vangelis in the group. Yes. Is what you know? It almost seems to me that Greece is becoming a hotspot for the board game industry. Is that is that fair, or is it more the people that are driving that? Well,
1: hmm. There are lots of uh, new founded older companies, and we have like some surprise for the future. Yeah. I'm just keeping it in here, um, that have designed really good things, like Drolab, Titotum, of course.
2: Fantasia. Fantasia,
1: uh, yes, which is like part of it is in Cyprus.
2: Yes, yeah. I haven't thought of like a hotspot, but now that you mentioned there are a lot of great... Uh, uh, Greek companies like. Uh, the
1: Project Studios, yeah, so the Project
2: Studios. Like, uh, how many have popped up, yeah. and they surely have to do something about the community in Greece uh, being strong at the moment and uh, how everything works. Yeah, because so that's, that's, that's uh, more like more, a good way to put it.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's more along the lines of my question because I'm seeing a lot of talent right uh, in Greece that is helping you know build a lot of great things in the industry. But I'm wondering how much of that's actually reflecting back into the country. Or is it more for, ex- is that talent kind of exporting their talent or or are they servicing the local community? Like, do we see the board game industry in Greece itself? Um, mm, no, growing?
2: mostly, mostly yeah. it's exported. Yeah, uh, it's- Greeks aren't very engaged with Kickstarter as far as numbers goes. Uh, they are uh, like a very lively and powerful community, but uh, not so engaged uh, with the Kickstarter. So mostly it's well, exported.
1: It is engaged, It is, but it's a smaller community than in...
2: Other countries like Germany and France, Italy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Italy, Spain, France, and Germany are uh, way ahead. Like, uh, there's no contest. Yes. Yeah.
0: How have you guys approached some of these other platforms? So, obviously, Kickstarter is the big guy, right? Um, but yeah. there's Indiegogo. There's GameFound now is, uh, is growing. I mean, I'm on GameFound mm-hmm. you know, starting next week. Um, from what I'm seeing each day when I log into GameFound, there's more and more games that are up and coming. Yeah. So yes. it is a tsunami of games that are starting to launch on that platform. How have you adjusted your approach to make sure that you are kind of servicing and fitting into those different platforms?
2: So there is the first stop that we'll do to a game. Like, uh, should we go on GameFound or Kickstarter? That's like one of the first questions. Uh, after we decide uh, which one of those two platforms we're going to work with, then we start developing from there uh, using uh, mm. like a slightly different approach because uh, as crowdfunding platforms, they're pretty similar and also appear to, to a very similar demographic. So yeah. not a lot of things change. Uh, and uh, once we know that we will uh, target GameFund, we'll target Kickstarter, we'll go do our campaigns there, uh everything falls yep. from this place indiegogo we haven't uh discussed about the platform neither have we worked on I it think,
1: i think Tell because me. indiegogo is like not so board game um, uh, not a board Conquest. game is in indiegogo. and we decided to go with kickstarter for example with age of rome because game found was not that much visited we thought in the beginning i think mm. Like, yeah,
2: like the demographic for Edge of Rome, we thought it would be on Kickstarter. Yeah.
1: Uh, but we chose it, let's say, for, uh, for the pledge manager of uh, Edge of Rome, because it like offers a great variety of uh, services.
0: Yes. Yeah. So do you advise your clients on whether they should be on one platform or the other, or is it more they they say, hey, I'm going to launch this platform or I'm going to launch another one. And then we... uh, of,
2: of course we advise. Uh, Aelus has a very good knowledge of uh, how, the inner work, how the inner workings are. And does uh, to the clients, a very detailed presentation about uh, every platform, what to expect from it, uh, how it will benefit them, and uh, what is the best choice for them.
0: So the, and just for clarity, so you guys help set up those pages as well? Uh, We give
2: them, for
1: example, like um, an example. Like you should go, for example, to the trailer, then show the board game, the prototype photographs, for example, stretch goals, important.
2: Like uh, advising on the basic uh, form of uh, the Kickstarter page is something that uh, we can and we do. Uh, It's not like something forceful like do that here. Never. It's like uh, we suggest that uh, this form, will work for what you're going to depict. And uh, if that works for the publisher, it's great. Otherwise, uh, we work around it. Like, uh, there is not only one way to do it. Mm-hmm. It's uh, like an artistry how you're going to present things. And not so, all games are the same. And not all games are the same, of course.
0: I find no matter what platform you're dealing with, the back end uh, is a bit tedious <laughs> to set up. Right, so uh, Kickstarter is like that game found. Although again, I'm, I'm I'm learning game found. I think it's more familiarity, and that you know, come the more I, I use it, but there still is some quirks and quirks, right? That you got to try to navigate. And having someone kind of help point the way is is often good as well, right? Is that something you guys do? Uh,
2: yes, uh, because we usually work with first time creators uh, or uh, creators with little experience. Uh, We provide them the guidelines, like uh, from uh, our previous campaigns. uh, We tell them what our mistakes were, what our successes were. And uh, over that, we pave the road with uh, the guidelines so that they don't make the same mistakes we do and also make the same correct choices that uh, we do. When dealing with
0: the factories and the shipping companies you are talking about earlier, um, like, are you dealing directly with factories in China or are you working through...
1: Not as personally. Okay. Another member of our team, Banton.
0: Yeah.
1: He has, well, a broad experience with them. Okay. He, well, we send our um, specifications to the Chinese factory. Directly? Yes, exactly. They create the prototypes. Most times they ship them back to us. And then we personally ship them back to, for example, the reviewers. Okay. Uh, yeah.
2: So there's a direct communication with yes. the company. Uh. And we can get uh, their, uh, their offers. We can yeah. get their uh, catalogs, their services, and uh, provide them to the publishers.
0: How do you guys manage or measure? I guess is probably a better word. How do you measure success for your for your clientele? How do you how do you scorecard that so you're tracking whether something is kind of on on par with the benchmarks, or exceeding them, or falling behind? Or uh, what, what's your approach in that regard?
2: I think that's mostly for it's it's uh, of, of our customers to decide for themselves. Like uh, if if we say what uh, like what we consider successful, it will yeah. be arrogant or uh, maybe will come off uh, the wrong way. But uh, for some, uh, what uh, the customer will measure as success is uh, the end goal. Like yeah.
1: uh, how many backers?
2: How many backers? <clears throat> uh, how many fans did the game get?
1: How uh, many stretch goals were eventually... How many
2: stretch goals were allowed. Preview, that kind yeah. of stuff. For others, it's uh, the engagement, how much of a the community they have managed to create with their game. Uh, there is not a certain measure of success. It's uh, weird to measure this. Uh...
0: Yeah, there's there's clearly no guarantees in this industry. Um, yes. And I imagine when you're first meeting some of these companies, you're seeing a wide range of how ready they are, right? Of yeah. course are you ever in situations where you have a potential client where you have to advise them that guys you're, you're not you're not ready yet you, there's here's a list of things yes. you still need to do before we can yes. engage
1: uh, we we had the, um, a meeting with a client he's been working on his game for years he has a very good game yeah but uh, well the graphics of his game are very old old-fashioned
2: outdated. Yeah.
1: yes. So, for example, we advised him, let's say, let us work on them. We are going to show you some examples. And if you like them, we can continue working. If not, we can find a solution. Maybe you like find your own uh, graphic designer and recreate them. Because, well, right now on Kickstarter and GameFound, the looks are like the 70% of the, uh, the reason why a backend would back the game.
2: It's uh, the first thing that they will notice yeah. on the page. Like if the visuals are good, graphics, mm. sensors, they will then search uh, to see what the game yeah. is about and then do the purchase. Uh, also about how ready a company is. Uh, it's very important to be truthful with them. Like uh, yes. they might want to go to the Kickstarter next month, but there is no game. Like uh, <laughs> there's nothing on the table yet. So yeah. what are you going to show on Kickstarter? Like this will get no backing. Uh, you have uh, to tell them, like, uh, look, there needs some some steps to be taken first. Uh, we need to have some concrete lines. We need to have a game. We need to have the graphics. We need to have the illustrators. And then we can start talking uh, when we're going to move to Kickstarter. Uh, because otherwise, it is set up for failure.
0: Yeah. I mean, it has evolved quite significantly at the crowdfunding platform, okay. where I think if you go back, you know, 10 years ago, you'd be working on a game and you say, hey, you know, this is something we're working on. We need your help to kind of finish it and bring it to market and, and complete it. And you're going to help us um, with the funding. We're going to hire some artists and so forth. Now it is, the game's got to be complete, right? Like you need yeah. to have everything buttoned down, not just the game. You have to have the manufacturing button down. You have to have the shipping, the distribution. Uh, exactly. The entire go-to-market strategy before you even launch on the platform and if you don't, you're probably setting yourself up for a world of hurt. So um, it's amazing to kind of see how that thing has evolved uh, over the years, the approach to these platforms.
2: Yeah, now there are a lot of, there is a lot of competition on uh, this platform. A lot of companies are trying to make the best games that they can. A lot of uh, Colossus yeah. have entered the market that have... Uh, a uh, great uh, they have great studios working uh, like many have bought studios for their company so they can work for it and it's like they have taken to another level and uh, as an indie developer you have to compete with that because you're on the same platform you're not anywhere else yeah uh, and uh, it's not uh, it's not anymore about an idea that you have in your garage and you can like uh, throw some stuff together and be like this is what i want to make can you back me it's more like of a more complete effort because Absolutely. you have to compete
0: with other studios. So where where are you guys going from? Like where does like so Big Board Theory is, is a newer company, right? Uh, w- what's the plan? Like where do you guys kind of what's the goal or what is you know what are you kind of shooting for over the next two years?
2: Uh, our goal is uh, mainly to to continue doing what doing. we're doing, uh, taking up uh, companies, uh, helping them develop their
1: games, finish them, and give them back to the buyers, Of course, yeah. The
2: finished product. Yeah. Yes. Uh, doing a, a lot more teaser and trailer videos. Yeah. So that's uh, definitely one of our of uh, one of the things that we want to do more. And uh, also and, uh, making a a, a big uh, group and community, as we have already started doing on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, because we, uh, we really believe that. Uh, uh, board gamers uh, need uh, one another. Like Board gaming is, uh, is, a, cooper- is a cooperative experience. You, uh, yeah. Only playing solo, you you can't unlock the full potential of the hobby. Uh, and the more engaged and more wholesome and better community you can create with those people, the better experience you're going to have yes. with the hobby.
1: And we definitely want for, for ourselves and for the other board gamers to learn from each other. I, like, I'm watching the boss on many other groups and towers, and i'm like oh i have not yet played that let's put it on my list this is like something i really look forward to continue watching
0: on the groups that's yeah. awesome if somebody wants to uh, reach out to you guys so say there's a designer yeah. or developer out there that says you mm-hmm. know what i need help i need a one-stop shop you know big board theory sounds like a, a cool uh, group to check out how best do they reach out to you how do they connect with you guys and start the conversation
2: exactly. They can either send us any mail. Anyway. An uh, or on our personal accounts. We
1: always answer.
2: Or uh, or messages on our personal accounts mm-hmm. on Instagram, Facebook. And uh, yes. yeah, we always we will always check it out. Mm-hmm. There's nothing left uh, that we don't read. We don't reply. So yeah. if they reach out to us via email, via
0: messages and other stuff, we'll be there mm-hmm. for them. So how do they but find you mess- via email? What's, what's like? the what's email they reach out to? Yeah,
2: okay. Hey, it's uh, info. At... Big
0: Board Theory bigboardtheory.com yeah. so I'm just going to repeat again just clean so people can hear it so it's info at bigboardtheory.com yes. if they want to reach out to this team uh, shoot them an email of course you can check them out on any other social channels which is Big Board Theory, uh, Ember, Cyber, uh, it was great get to know you guys I want to wish you all the best of this company I thank can't you. wait to see where you guys you. end up in the next couple of years you take care
1: thank you very much cheers
0: This has been an episode of the Board Game Binge Podcast, hosted by James Staley, produced by James Staley and Mike Bruner, with original music by Nick Smith. If you'd like to watch these interviews live, simply subscribe to our YouTube channel, Board Game Binge, and you'll get access to live interviews, giveaways, and interesting board game content from across the industry. I can't wait for you to join us. See you next time.